Thanks for tuning in today to localjobnetwork.com radio, where you can find all of your favorite employment-related shows. My name is Katie Chesney, and on Technically Speaking, we explore the latest social media trends, discover the hottest technology jobs in the market, and give you helpful tips and tricks for using social media. Today's show is building an online engaged community, and we'll be talking with an expert on how businesses can build an engaged online community. Now, Rachel Fowle is the Milwaukee, Wisconsin Community Manager and Marketing Director at Yelp. She brings a wealth of experience with her today. And before we explore today's topic, Rachel, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and your work history? Sure. Thanks for having me, Katie. Mm -hmm. Um, So my experience pre-Yelp life, a little unconventional, actually. So I went to school here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, at the University of Mm -hmm. Wisconsin-Milwaukee, and took a bit more of an unconventional route. I had a decision-making disorder, couldn't decide on a major changed it three times, um, and then actually took some time off in, in the middle of my collegiate career. So spent some time in sales, um, as well as a, a good amount of time in the service industry as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that really allowed me to get to know my metro and my market in a lot of ways. And when I did finally finish school uh, with an, uh, a major in international studies, mm-hmm. um, I didn't necessarily see myself going into marketing, but um, I love where I am with Yelp. It's a great role. It's a great company to work for. And uh, I'm really excited to be two and a half years later still doing it. Awesome. So what is your role at Yelp? I know I said that you are the community manager for Milwaukee and you're also the marketing director. So what, what do you do? Sure. So, I mean, if you imagine a trunk full of, you know, goofy hats, maybe some are classier than others and mm-hmm. some are sillier than others, I wear them all. So, um, you know, online engagement, um, I work to just kind of like every day kind of be a leader on the site, um, writing reviews, using the app, really kind of showcasing what a great Yelper can be. I also, any sort of marketing trades with any local organizations or businesses, um, I work to do those sorts of things. I plan events for our community, our elite squad, our most engaged users. I do any sort of PR and media. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm chatting with you right now here. And, and just kind of a wealth of things. But at the end of the day, it's really my job to help get people aware of this great platform that we have both on the desktop and mobile with Yelp. Okay. So now why are these online communities important? Sure, sure. So I think I, I think that community is a really big buzzword right now. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, folks aren't exactly quite sure what that means. I think the, the biggest thing for me is that a community isn't and shouldn't be a captive audience for someone to shout any sort of, uh, you know, regurgitated messaging at. Mm-hmm. Um, a community has to be engaged. They have to feel a deep connection to, to your brand as well as the rest of your community. Um, I think they're important because they are, you know, really loyal. They're real people. <laughs> they're authentic. And, um, you know, if you can create community around a brand in an authentic way, that's one of the most powerful things a business can do. All right. And I've heard a lot of chatter about quality being more important than quantity. Can you kind of talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really interesting thought, right? Like, I think we always think that, you know, numbers are so much more important, depth of engagement versus broad engagement, right? Mm -hmm. But a quality community is engaged for the right reasons. They trust the brand, they're thoughtful, they're loyal. And, um, you know, I think truly meaningful experiences that foster connection between a brand, a business, um, a person, and that community mm-hmm. um, are really important. So you can get a really, really meaningful experience, you know, 50 folks, and, and maybe 500 folks is a great reach as well, but it might not be quite as, that depth of experience might not be as powerful. They might not get the same sorts of connections. So mm-hmm. obviously, you know, marketing is a jigsaw puzzle. We think about it in all these different ways and different things that we can do to be effective, but I definitely think that 
depth of engagement is really, really important. Okay. So we've talked a lot about this engagement. Now, should this engagement have an agenda like sales or is okay to deviate a little bit from that business of making sales and kind of just focus more on, you know, the individual needs of that community? In my experience, and and I'm sure in yours as well, Katie, as well as the listeners, we can smell any sort of really like spammy promotion or blatant attempts to be sold to Mm -hmm. a mile away. I think that anybody can identify with that. You know, maybe a commercial that you see on TV doesn't resonate or, you know, somebody pitches something to you and it just just feels really inauthentic, right? Mm -hmm. So I think the core idea when it comes to community is authenticity. Obviously, we're looking to connect a brand to a community and build a community around a brand. Um, But that's not something that's done just by, you know, the sort of blatant consumer brand interaction, right? Right. So I think that it's really kind of like a hybrid. So the brand finds their messaging, they find their sort of approach. But being real is really, I think, the way that things are headed for when it comes to marketing, both online and offline, you know, kind of not being afraid to have an authentic voice, to present yourself as a person who's a representative of a brand is not a negative thing. Nobody wants to hear anything from a robot or an automaton. So Mm -hmm. definitely authenticity is really important. Okay. Now, what steps can businesses take to start building that engaged community if they've got, you know, a couple hundred followers, but they're not really engaging? I think that's the the real starting point, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, it obviously starts with, you know, how the business is going to look to connect to that existing potential community. I sometimes make the assertion, and I know that it's can be quite a, a divisive thing, but, you know, it doesn't matter how many likes or followers you have, they have to be engaged, right? right? So, yeah, so finding your voice, first and foremost, what are you looking to uh, present to a potential community? How can you connect with them? What will resonate with them? You know, obviously that comes from brand alignment and just kind of thinking about what your ultimate goal is, but finding real ways to resonate with people, um, getting them to interact with you, you know, making them feel like they're part of the conversation or providing some form of accountability, um, showing that you trust and, and really do want their feedback, I think is a great starting point. So obviously interaction is huge and just finding within your your own brand ways to kind of um, connect with and resonate with an average person. Okay. Now you mentioned like super users earlier. What do those super users look like And once you get them, how do you keep them? Um, That's an interesting question. I mean, I think they look different for each particular brand or company, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Depending upon the platform that you're leveraging to interact with them, it's dependent upon a lot of factors, right? So I don't think they look like any one particular thing, save for the fact that across the board, they show a real interest in your brand and in the potential of a community. Okay. So finding ways to retain them is is really important. I mean, again, I always come back to it, but that like level of authenticity of showing a real person that they're valued and that they, you know, really do make a difference in terms of, you know, maybe you're a giant sort of entity and, and they're just one person. But if you can kind of create a back and forth, a dialogue with them, um, just really kind of get them to understand that you see them as a person and not a something somebody to sell to, I guess. So I guess it, it really does vary across platforms, but just really taking the time and energy to connect with those pe- people, I think, is really where it's at. Mm-hmm. Now, I've also heard a little bit about thought leaders or industry leaders within a topic or something. So why are they important and how are they different from a super user and how can you kind of attract those influencers from the whole industry to kind of talk about your business? That's an interesting question. It's really broad. In terms of my experience with Yelp, 
Mm-hmm. You know, I, I guess if I were to think about it as far as being metro specific, right? Like I want to connect with, you know, everyone from a GM of a local business to a neighborhood association to a local chef, um, you know, bloggers, writers. I think that in, in my case, it's a really kind of broad um, thing, right? I just, mm-hmm. I really want to introduce them to my platform and what, what we're doing here in Milwaukee on the ground. Obviously, these connections also have to be authentic. You know, folks that are kind of industry leaders or are really kind of paving the way in their particular industry are getting pitches all the time. They're getting emails from people all the time, you know, trying to get them to align themselves with their brand or to get them to, you know, sit down to coffee and chat and they're going to try to sell you something. I mean, the authenticity here goes a long way, too. Mm-hmm. Um, again, nobody wants to be sold to them included. So I think just being a nice person goes a long way. When you believe in your product, it's really easy to have that translate as well. And hopefully, you know, they'll see value in that, too. So I think that, again, it's, it's more of an organic process. There's no magic formula, um, but just really kind of, you know, representing your brand in an authentic way. Because you're on Yelp you're, and you're on there so often, can you give us an example of a business that has a really engaged community and they're doing the right things to keep that community engaged? Sure. So locally, I guess, is the question? Yep, definitely locally. So locally, let's see, when I first had this question, I was thinking nationally, but locally, there are a number of people who do this and do this really well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Great Lakes Distillery does a really good job of this. Okay. Um, they've got a really kind of like core group of um, regulars and and folks that are really supportive of the industry, both just the average consumer as well as, you know, kind of the sort of thought leaders or industry influencers. Mm -hmm. I think think that they've really built like a culture of, again, authenticity around their product. You know, I think Lakefront Brewery does the same thing. Anodyne, I think Coffee does this well, as well as as does Stone Creek. You know, they leverage social media, but you also see them outside at events. Maxis and Blues Egg is also a great example of this. I use them as an example all the time. So they're, as best I can ascertain, they underwrite and they do events. I've never seen them pay for advertising before, um, but they are packed every single day. They're packed every single day. And I think part of that is because they just take that time to connect to the community on the ground regularly. Even though at this point they're really well known for having these two great restaurants, they still make it a point to be proactive, to stay relevant and connect to the community on the ground. Mm-hmm. And you did mention some nationally. Do you have any national examples? Sure. I the the example that I was sort of thinking of was um, Southwest, and the reason it came to mind was last night I saw one of my colleagues flying from Phoenix uh, back to St. Louis. She was on Facebook and she was on Twitter talking about how excited she was that they decided to broadcast the second game of the World Series live. And I've I've heard other colleagues just talk about you know the the fact that they go out of their way to, you know, it's a little things, right? Mm-hmm. I never tend to fly the same airline more than once, but if I start, it's definitely going to be Southwest. I've even noticed, um, you know, like flight attendants taking the time to have, you know, real conversations. And again, those little things, you know, getting somebody an extra bottle of water, you know, taking the time to just kind of be real is a, is a really powerful thing. Rachel, I want to switch gears a little bit and ask you if there are any negatives or dangers that businesses need to keep an eye on when they have this engaged online community. You know, obviously, as with anything, you want to be mindful and contextual of the bigger picture. When you have an authentic, engaged community that's there for all the right reasons, it sounds, you know, very warm and fuzzy, but obviously you have to 
you know, make sure to um, just kind of, I don't know, be be mindful of what's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think part of it is that you can't, like, a real community can't be entirely controlled, right? Correct. And that's something, again, when you talk about buzzwords, it's like, we want this community, we want this captive audience, and we want to control them. It's like, well, that's not how it works, unfortunately. You know, people mm-hmm. people are real, and they're going to have opinions, and sometimes maybe those aren't necessarily the most you know, constructive ones. But for the most part, I think that if you lead by example, if your brand leads by example, if you foster a a sort of culture of positivity, you know, exchange of mindful exchange, um, the community will probably mirror that. So that's the best way to combat that, I think. So now what what have you seen companies do when a customer leaves some negative feedback? Do they address it or do they just kind of ignore it? Sure. So when it comes, I mean, obviously, we'll use Yelp as an example. This mm-hmm. is a great example. We're an online review site. You know, a lot of times that I tell business owners once they've claimed their page and they become active and engaged in the space themselves is um, that responding to a negative review can be just as powerful, if not more so, as responding to a positive review. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if we're talking about fostering connection between a business and a consumer, being acknowledged in any sense is great, right? Like you leave a nice review and the, the owner writes back and thanks you for coming in and sending your money and invites you to come back and all of that. But if they if they receive a less than seller review, it really behooves that business owner to reach out to that person, um, you know, with an air of diplomacy, you know, being measured is always really important. Um, I think that really kind of opening that dialogue is is really a, a good thing and we shouldn't be afraid of it. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's how you turn negative experiences into positive ones. It's how you get that consumer to give you a second chance as well. So I think it's terribly important for businesses to address negative feedback in a diplomatic way. Okay. So we've talked a lot about building that engaged online community. And you, you mentioned this, Yelp is an online place for people to go to review businesses. So what do you see in the future for Yelp and for keeping this online engaged community going? That's a great question. Um, I think that, you know, we never know, right? Like Mm -hmm. so much has changed in terms of tech in the last 10 years, five years even. So, I mean, who can say? But I do know that the connection between a consumer, a community member, a business or a brand is one of the most powerful things that can happen for both that consumer and for that brand. Um, so as, as for us as a company, I really see continued use on mobile. Um, obviously, mobile is really where things are happening these days. Um, and our, our mobile app is great. We just launched an update not too long ago that's kind of like uh, a relatively solid change in terms of the interface, and it's really easy and awesome to use. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as for us, I mean, there's always going to be that need to connect consumer to a uh, business owner. So I feel like our company does a really great job of being the platform to foster that connection in terms of, I guess, the online review space or just, you know, platforms where communities can thrive in general. I think that we'll only continue to see more use in that realm. Okay. And I think that, you know, it's just, it's just up to the business themselves to really kind of sit down and put together a strategy and kind of think about really creative ways to engage with their core consumers and turn them into community. Right. Now, do you have any final tips for our listeners today? I suppose I, I suppose it really just boils down to authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it seems like such a basic concept, and I think we always want to be able to measure results with immediacy and see perfect correlations. But if you can spend time and energy investing in real people who can really get your message across um, and connect with that potential community, uh, the results will be enormous and they will be the payoff will be huge so Mm -hmm. I think that you know kind of adopting that 
understanding that um, authenticity and, and sort of an organic approach can be equally as successful as some other ways we look at, um, you know, kind of doing things. Well, our time is coming to a close today on Technically Speaking, so I just wanted to thank Rachel for joining us and sharing her expert advice today. Yeah, thank you for having me, Katie. It was great. And to find more employment-related shows, head over to aljanradio.com. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for future shows, please email me at aljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Once again, I'm Katie Chesney with Aljan Radio, and I'll see you next time.